0: Welcome, guys, to Self-Evident Podcast number 16. That's right, the official Self-Evident Dance. We are trademarking it, so if you try to use it, we will sue you. Dang. Dang. Fortnite, I'm looking at you. Everybody else is going after you. That's right. We're coming. That's right. We're coming. (laughs) Uh, So a couple of housekeeping tips. The usual. We're on Facebook. We had a really good response to some of our videos that we put recently, up recently. Yes, the, abortion, the, the stuff. abortion one was good, dude. If you guys haven't checked out that stuff, you need to get on um, the
1: YouTube page. Y'all subscribe. Yeah. Come on,
0: share the stuff, man. Get this thing going. Get on the Patreon. Get on the website, self dot com. Facebook. We're gonna be expanding some stuff, doing some new things that are in the works. So be watching out for that That's stuff. Exactly right. Man, I'm excited.
1: I am excited, man. How are you doing, you racist? What do I want to call you? You're a racist homophobe. Well, how are you doing, you Mexican? I'm offended. I need, to, I need my safe space I, now. I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm, can, you're you, actually
0: sorry? Do, do you want me to make a public
1: apology? Yes. Okay. And then um, I want you to leave this room. Okay. I and then won't. I want you to go into your room and just crawl in a hole and die. I, oh. That would make all things better. Oh. Um, can I apologize on Twitter? Will that help? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so why we we're doing that <laughs> is because we're actually going to talk about the dangers, the dangers of labels, and like yeah. in, in, in reality, like I say this a lot when I go out and speak, right? Uh, and and we we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, and it, it's funny yeah. that it came up as a topic. We thought, well, why don't we do this as as a topic? Whenever I go out and speak, I always say I am not a Mexican American. I'm an American. <clears throat> The only reason we have such a thing as a minority is because we classify them as minorities. Just because there's less of a certain race does not mean they're the minority. If we all gathered each other as Americans, we would all be under one banner. There would be no more minority. We wouldn't be thinking that way. If everybody could learn to unite together, people are like, oh, it's far-fetched. Isn't really. But our national debt isn't far-fetched, right? We can just keep borrowing money. Somehow, if we keep borrowing money, we're going to cure poor. We're going to cure the poor. You know what? We're going to beat the drug war. But what I'm saying is far-fetched, right? Those mm-hmm. things take money. What, what I'm talking about is takes kindness, which we all can exude. And that's, that's right? the difficult part of it. Exactly. It actually takes effort. <laughs> I mean, imagine this, right? Like yeah. you and I, we walk into a church, and I say, hey, Mike, I never met you before. I'm a Mexican Christian. And you looked at <laughs> me, and you were like, man, I'm a white Christian. That's, it's absurd, right? I'm in the body of Christ. We are brothers. Mm-hmm. We're under one banner, which is Christ. Christ redeemed us. He saved us by his blood. We are now a part of God's holy people. Okay. We're brothers and sisters. Bro, we're under the banner of the Constitution and the Declaration of these United States. You know why I think we have so many divisions politically as well? Because of that. Because we're trying to cater to the people that we've already selected. We're trying to cater to these different groups of people that we divided. So there's so many classes of, of people and Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Socialists, Marxists, Leninists, it's 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 Democrats, you know, de- the, all these all these things. When we're the ones who created it, right? And so we wanted to talk about. Man, I'm already getting lit. Yeah. We, I, I want five minutes in, and we're here five we minutes go. in. And it's like, but the, the reason why I think we should talk about this and be real about it and be as blunt as we can about it yeah. is because I believe the tongue is the most destructive thing ever created. Because if we don't have morality with our tongue, dude, we will kill each other. Mm-hmm. That saying, sticks and stones break my bones, words will never hurt me, dude, <laughs> that's a foolish, excuse me, a foolish saying.
0: It's a foolish, foolish saying. And it's it's one of those sayings that we try to tell ourselves because we hope that it'll, it'll protect us. Um, the words that we use are important. The meaning behind them is very important, um, but it's the heart that matters the most. I right. Now, I'm not going to say
1: that words, we should watch our words and blah, 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 because you know what? There's times we just need to buck up. People are going to make fun of you, dude. Yeah. You, you know, I think what we've done is a gross disservice to actually care what people think, right? So words, in essence, don't matter to, to some, right? But then there's a point where people just want to inflame things. Right. And then you start to lose credibility in those words because they're overused. Right. So I say it a lot. I all I ever do is like like when I walk around here, I'm always, hey, you look beautiful today. Hey, you look be-. my wife. She wakes up in the morning. Hey, you look beautiful today, hon. You look this. Or I encourage her in the afternoons. Right. And it's I, t- I tell her all the time. I'm probably like the boy who cried wolf to her because it's like that's every day, yeah. you know, now she can bank on that. I'm going to say it every day. Right. But it's like it, it becomes overdone. You know, but I do it because I love her, and obviously, whatever. But what I'm saying is, there's a difference between saying that words are 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 terror and the tongue can destroy, and all these things. That is a matter of kindness. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Now, I'm offended. I'm offended. Grow up. The world will offend, dude. Life
0: sucks. It's hard sometimes. It'll kill you. We need to grow up. You one know, one of the big dis- biggest disservices you can do to somebody is to Protect them from being offended. So right now we have that going on on our college campuses. We've got all these people who say you can't be offended or you shouldn't be offended. We need trigger warnings. We need you know safe spaces. We need these things. And and I've had people say, oh well, you know that's not really happening or that's not big. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Um, Harvard had segregated ceremonies for graduation last year. So obviously something's going on. If, if Harvard itself endorsed having segregated ceremonies to where blacks could have their own graduation ceremony, you're telling me that safe spaces and trigger warnings aren't happening on campus, but that is? Exactly. No, we've made it that far, and we're, we're going farther. And the problem is what we're doing is in order to create a strong individual, you can't expect that individual to be protected throughout their whole life and upbringing and then suddenly be strong. You don't don't become super strong in the weight room by not moving weights. Exactly. And Mm -hmm.
1: you you can't even defend your own, let's just say thesis, right, for the sake of the argument. You can't defend your own thesis that you have if you're not constantly providing that thesis to other people to be challenged or checked or to be mocked or ridiculed. You're going to get those things, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm talking about is the use of labels and the use of like... Just because I'm a conservative, it, it, funny someone said it to me today. You know, you, you, I, I know, I know you're a Republican, and I looked at him and I said, "Why? Because you're conservative." Doesn't mean I'm Republican. Has no no bearing on what I believe, on who's president or yeah. not. right. I'm a I'm an ultra charge conservative. I I love the founders, right? I'm not saying they were perfect men. I never say that, and and I there's a lot of things I can't excuse that they did. But what I'm saying is. Just because I'm a conservative, automatically I'm put into this box. The very people that decry we shouldn't put people in boxes end up putting people in boxes. You know what? The other thing that scares me or the other thing that bothers me is how even now the Republicans are jumping on the bandwagon the way the Democrats do because they just make fun of Trump and all his isms, right? Oh, yeah. And then this uh, Octasio Cortez. What's her name? Octasio Cortez. Uh, uh, Alexandria. Alexandria. Yeah, what's her Alexandria.
0: name? Alexandria
1: Ocasio-Cortez. Ocasio-Cortez, yes. Um, she, she's taken off a week to be, to, she, she, she needs a week before she goes in because she, she got caught. She's tired. Yeah. The, the Republicans made that a story. So what? Yeah. Let her alone. Oh, how many times did you go golfing last year?
0: <laughs> Should we make that an issue? How, how many days did Congress actually work last yeah, year? <laughs> dude, I mean, it's so it's so ridiculous. She'll never be able to handle it. She might not.
1: And you know what? Good. The folly will show. But you're doing the very thing that the Republicans yeah. do to you or the Democrats do to you. I, you're, you're using the same tactics, and what you're doing is labeling the way that you don't want to be labeled.
0: Uh, and I, why uh, are you doing that? I actually respect her in the sense that at least she's honest about where she's at in life. Yeah, and it, it, there was another. We uh, don't which, like
1: her policies. No, okay. We
0: don't. And she she's, has,
1: she's literally a liberal, like left wing, left wing, wing nut. I, and, and I'm not saying that in a mean way. She's always, way she's far left. Radical. I mean, she's not even left y'all. She's like out of the
0: political sphere in America, the and, way she thinks. And she does not understand economics.
1: No. <laughs> At all. No. And now she wants to eye that position of the ta- well, like tax reform or something. I like think it is. Yeah. She's like, seriously, yeah. you Bro, she thought the three branches of government, <laughs>
0: the three chambers, the three chambers, three, three, yes, chambers. Three, the three chambers of government.
1: Right. President, Senate and, and the and House. <laughs> I mean, like and dude, She actually corrected herself to
0: say that. Right. And that's where. The, uh,
1: that, yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm not trying to like, yeah. like, see, people are saying now you're making fun of her. No, I'm saying let's 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 take facts because Ben's right. Facts don't care about your feelings. You can't even tell me the three branches of government. I can promise you. I can promise you. You don't even know the first ten amendments of the Bill of Rights. I can promise you you don't. You may know of them, right? But if you can't tell me what they mean and how they apply today, you're lost. Even Trump banning bump stocks this week. I'm just going to go with this for a minute, right? Yeah, go for it. Why is it that they can do that in a Republican-controlled Congress and Senate, right? Touching our rights. When are we gonna get sick of this stuff? Like, like, and I'm talking about me. When are we, you know? Sue Trambino called me yesterday. She's been on the show, no. and she's like, "Mass, we've got to do more." I mean, and she was livid. We've got to do more. We've got to do more. There's more to do. This woman is like the the Energizer Bunny. You what, know
0: what set her off? What What was?
1: I think it's. I, here's, here's what it is. She gets frustrated at people who say, we're doing all we can. And I think with her, and, and I'm of the same mindset.
0: Yeah.
1: What do you mean all you can? What does that mean? What does that, who set the bar all you can? Who set the bar to that? You know what I mean? It's, it takes a lot of sacrifice to win something, to take ground. That's why the war is never done. Because it takes a lot of. That's why, to me, like when people say like the the the, on the liberal left side, they'll say this America, you know, uh, pillaged Indians for the land, and they did this to blacks, and did all this other stuff. Okay, cool. Name one civilization that you admire that hasn't done that. Exactly. Okay. now, I'm not justifying it. What I'm saying is war happens. Takeovers happen. It's inevitable. That's what they do. That's how you become a nation. You take over, right? The socialist countries that you admire and the Che Guevara's, you think they didn't do that mess? What you're trying to do is demonize what happened here. Yet you you have the ability to say that freely in this country because those men that pillage the Indians that you said, Right. Which I still got to do my own homework on, man, because I don't I don't know how that all looks and works. Yeah, yeah. We should probably
0: much more. We should do a show on that. Why don't we do another? Why don't we
1: do the show next week on that? Right. What what really happened in history? And I'm getting to a point here. So we start to label the founders because they had slaves as bad men. Let me ask you guys something. What is the difference between slavery and abortion? It was a man thinking what they thought was a human. Hmm. What is the difference between you and what we're doing to little babies today? Right. What's the difference? So, you're mad at them for having slaves for how long? Which, by the way, America was instrumental in stopping the slave trade in Europe.
0: Western and civilization. And then we stopped it here. Western right? civilization was the only civilization to actively end slavery. Yes. Life. So, you know what? If it was such a good commodity, why did we try
1: to stop it? Because it wasn't about that. It was about the morality. We start to no. grow as things go on, as time goes on. We, our morality grows with it. Hopefully we become more moral, not less moral. But look what we've been doing. We've been becoming less moral. Now people say, I can just do what I want. I can say what I want. I can do That's fine until it offends you. And then what you do when you get offended is you label me. Mm-hmm. right? Just because I say homosexuality is an abomination, just because I'm a homophobe, you know what? So is a lying tongue. Am I a (laughs) liaphobe? Dude, a liar is an abomination in the eyes of God. A lying tongue. He says that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I wish we'd preach that in churches. A lying tongue, right? Hands that shed innocent blood is an abomination. A proud look. Is an abomination. How many of y'all drive down the street? And I'm talking to the camera. How many of us drive down the street and give a proud look to someone who cuts us off? That is an abomination before God. You want to get real? Let's get real. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, here's where grace comes in. God gives you the power to overcome that stuff. Yes, including homosexuality. Yes, you're talking to one who used to be in that lifestyle for almost a year. Okay? So what happens is when you start to expose these things, you start to get labeled, Right? I don't want to fall into that with the liberal. I don't want to fall into that trap. I want to be able to tell them, look, you are sensitive. I think it's ridiculous. But to call you a snowflake, to call you what? I don't need to do that. Right? Why the labels?
0: Yeah. Well, and that's... You we went roundabout on this, but that's whew. good. Yeah. We're, Not, we're, now we're, it's your we're ran. in now. Now your rant is on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a little bit to get warmed up, but here we go. Train starts. Um, so... You have to have categories, and you, right? And, no, no, Because we're tribalists? You're fine. You're fine. Um, Is yeah. it because yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of tribal in mentality? Yeah, we are. Like, if, if I tell you picture a tree, I don't have to point out a specific tree outside for you to picture. You just automatically picture a tree, right? That's how our brain works. Our brain yes. works in categories. Now, we as human beings, we're social in the sense that we're tribal, we look for characteristics that are common to us and the people around yes. us. And so, And usually, it, this is why religion is really the thing that holds a culture together. Mm. Because religion is a set of beliefs and ideas and a system of values that holds everybody together. You can all get on the same wavelength. And it actually does better in doing away with racism and sexism and all that because everybody's bought into the system. Now people will say, well, there's religions that oppress women. Yeah. There's also plenty of women in that system who have bought into it and say, this is good. This frees me. This is liberating. Now we look at it and we go, no, it's not. But the truth still remains. They're all on the same wavelength, so to speak. So we're tribal what happens in america is we we call ourselves a melting pot because we had everybody america was was kind of a really unique thing in the sense that it was brand new land to most of the world except for a couple million people who were here right the the native americans so when everybody started coming and saw the opportunity saw what was being built we had people from china from you know, Mexico, from Brazil, from Portugal, from Japan, like, all of these different nations started coalescing in one area. And there had to be some system for everybody to kind of get along. And people say, well, that's where the the white supremacy was and, and the white power structure and all of that. Let me tell you this. It's not a great thing to be a white person in a lot of African countries. Nope. So are we, are we then going to say that that's black supremacy and a black patriarchal power structure? Or how
1: about the Egyptians yeah. when they had, when Pharaoh had all absolute power? Yeah. He wasn't white. No. He wasn't no. white, right? We can paint him how you want to. We paint Jesus white. I doubt that. <laughs> he was yeah. in the Middle East, uh,
0: dude. The the you know the Roman nose European Jesus always drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro,
1: dude was like in 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 the
0: Middle East. Yeah, dude was Jewish, <laughs> straight
1: up. Like he was he was in that culture, right? And it's like, I think, uh, and, and I want to I want you to continue with the yeah, tribal no, thing because I want you to answer this question too. Maybe you know more than me, but. I want you to explain to the people too why Christ
0: then separates sheep from goats. Yeah. How,
1: how so, does that correlate with not a label? The,
0: the, that goes back to system of beliefs, right? the The problem that we get into, and I'll explain that further. Yeah. But no. The, no. Uh,
1: keep keep going. The, I'm just
0: trying to get thoughts. The problem that we get into is we decide that all discrimination is bad. If I if I say the word dis, if I say the word discrimination, automatically everybody thinks racial, sex, sex, gender, whatever, the word is actually intended to where you're making a choice over other things. You're making a decision. You're, you're discriminating against certain things by making a choice of one thing. So if I say your choice is pizza, tacos, or ice cream, but you can only choose one, you have to discriminate against two of them. If you choose the ice cream, you're discriminating against the pizza and the tacos and, and yeah. so forth, right? Which I'm not discriminating against pizza and tacos. Massey only eats tacos. I'm sorry. Now that's a label. <laughs> First off, ain't true. Homie eats everything. No, I watched him eat pizza once. And so the discrimination has to happen. Now you ask Christ, sheeps and goats. Well, how could, how could Christ love everybody yet divide and discriminate against some people? Because Christ, Christ put down his values of, look, this will show whether or not you're for or against me. And if I don't have requirements about, or standards, that's a good word to use. If I don't have standards, for who you are and what you believe and how you act and your morals, if I don't have any standards for that, that means I'm allowing you to do whatever you want oh, to oh, me.
1: Oh. Hey, I just looked up and right. I was, cause I was thinking, dude, keep, I, I want you to yeah. stay with that line. Cause we're talking about discrimination and how that's a label. Now you discriminate, you discriminate. Just check this out. What does dis mean? To dis is to yeah. pull, separate. pull, yes, to separate, yeah. to pull away from, right? You know what the word criminate means? Hmm. To accuse, to charge with a crime. So when we discriminate is to make sure that we're not applying a crime to them. Hmm. Interesting. To criminate is to accuse them of a crime. Yeah. To discriminate is to, hey, I don't want to accuse you that. Hmm. So when I have a, 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 a dis- it's because I've discerned. The other word for discriminate yeah. is discernment. To distinguish between something. I'm not incriminating the person. I'm trying to discriminate myself from that. Yeah. When I see something. Now, does actual legitimate racism happen? Absolutely, right? Bro, the only thing that'll cure that is love, not a law. Yeah. And the more you keep labeling racism, 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 bro, you're hate. If I keep telling you you're a murderer because you support abortion, it's only gonna
0: inflame you even more. Yeah. If I can't change your heart, and we we've talked about that, of what's happening now is you have a lot of white people that they're seeing every day them them being called deplorables, or being called racist, mm. sexist, homophobic. They're they're being called all these names, especially Trump supporters. Right, right. And then what happens is, well, what are you going to do? You're you're going to run to the people who at least go, you're white. I like that. I support you. Wouldn't you? Right? If, if every day, I, I was like, dude, I can't believe you're Mexican. Like, dude, you guys are just flowing over the border. Why are you taking over our lands? I hate Mexicans. If you heard that every day from me and a Mexican came along and was like, dude, Mexicans are good people. We we need to rise up. You're going to be a lot more likely to go, yeah. Yeah. I you, think we yeah, do. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I feel disenfranchised. Yeah, and that's exactly what's going on with white people. And then the people who are calling them all these things have the audacity to go, <gasps> "You're going with the white supremacists? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you!" You know, and it's funny because
1: like people will now watch it and say, "See, now he's advocating for whites." No, you're not. Oh, no! no, not at all. Not at all. What what's 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 being said is. If, if one race is preferred over another, and, and I, I agree with Jordan Peterson on this. I love Jordan I think he's great. No, I think what he goodness. says is amazing. Yeah. But he said something about uh, uh, someone attacked him for white, white privilege, a black dude. He was like yeah. getting in his face. And he said, how much of my whiteness has attributed to my privilege? 25%, 50%, 30%, 75%? And what should we do about it? What am I supposed to do about the fact that I'm white? He goes, I got an idea. Put a tax on me. And the guy was like, it's not off the table. You know, basically, in so many words, it was kind of like, you could barely hear him, but it was like kind of the the way he received it. And it's like, so let's punish the white man for advancing civilization because, hey, they got ahead. But now we have the opportunity to do that here in the States because anybody can do anything they want. It's in this country, right? There's, look, I don't care what y'all say. I see a bunch of Hispanics, blacks, whites doing uh, landscape work. Yeah. Bunch of them. Different companies, right? You're you're what, what nationality are you? Uh, Cuban and Peruvian, Peruvian basically Peruvian. Yeah. Your dad owns a company. Peruvian. Oh, oh that's know. a one in a million shop. Bull crap. I own a company. I'm Hispanic, mm-hmm. right? I go down to Texas. Do you know how many P- Mexicans own a business? A ton of them. Ton of them. Go to Miami. Do you know how many Cubans, Puerto Ricans own a business?
0: A ton of them. Dude, I I work with a guy who he's he's one of the foremen. And he owns, like, three or four properties. He owns a nice house. He, you know, like, and and you know what he, he says? He's like, dude, white people know what they're doing. Why wouldn't I do what they're doing? Say that again. He said white people are n- know what so they're doing. So instead
1: of getting upset,
0: I'm learning from what they're doing so
1: that I can get exactly.
0: ahead. Exactly. He, because like, they figured it out. Yeah. He said they're investing their money, they're saving, they he's like they're buying them property. I want to do that. So his Dude, whole goal is like to buy as much property as possible. You know you know who
1: I admire as a businessman? Who? This is going to think you're going to think I'm crazy. Shaquille O'Neal. Really? Bro, interesting. He's he's worth like some 300 million dollars, I think. Dude, he's always doing endorsements. He kept yeah. his name alive. Now, he yeah. did it kind of weird, but I admire how he did it because he knew what he was doing. Dude, he would create controversy in the NFL. He would just say stupid things, and it would keep his name in the public. Yeah. So he, there was this feud going on between him and Kobe, supposedly. He said, I would just say things to keep the feud going. <laughs> in, in all of his career, when he played with Kobe Smart, and Ani, he went to like man. four other teams, right? I admire his work ethic, his yeah. business ethic, how he does things. He gives to charity. That's a black man, y'all. Yeah, I admire what LeBron James did in Ohio. Absolutely. Opening a school, paying for it, all these things. Dude, I, I want to ascribe to be like that. How did he do
0: it? So instead of looking at them, yeah. you know. And that's, sorry to interrupt. Go for it. But that's, that's the thing is, you don't care what color they are. No. All you see is what they're doing. Bro. How they're doing it. Legit. Right? I'm a
1: pastor. I have a ministry. It's all about that paper, man. you got to provide for your kids. At the end of the day, money matters. (laughs) It's not the love. See, people get that wrong. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil, right? But the Bible says money answereth all things. You ain't got the money. You ain't answering. You got a bill collector chasing you on the phone. And I know there's people watching the show. You have people on your tail all the time. Money answereth all things, dude. I don't care. I want to know how they did it exactly how did they do it you know what matter of fact when i was 16 i remember i was 15 or 14 i saw a white truck i said this in my testimony white truck passed by and i got mad i said dad how come he has a truck he's got a business oh oh okay let's do it yeah dude you want to get ahead you got to bust your butt and don't tell me you can't do it oh it's because i've tried and i've tried keep trying ever heard of abraham lincoln and how he became (laughs) the president and the long long list
0: list of of
1: failures. And deaths in his family and his wife yeah. and his kids and all these things. And he succeeded finally. Harris or uh, Henry Ford. Right. Failure, failure, failure in succession. Thomas Edison. I didn't find a thousand ways uh, to fail. He goes, it, it showed me a thousand ways not to do something. That's that's one of my favorite quotes. Of yeah. All time. Dude, instead of looking at the fact that you're failing, keep pushing, mm-hmm. keep pushing. Keep pushing. You'll succeed if you keep... Now, I'm talking strictly business. Ministry is a little different. You got to live by faith. But so is business. You got to live by faith, right? You keep pushing. Just because you failed, it's not the system holding you down. It's your mind that's holding you down. You don't believe me? Ask me. I'm one of the guys that tried it. I succeeded.
0: I don't think I'm allowed to say anything because I'm white on that part. Bull crap. (laughs) Say it. So... Some people may know this name, but Star Parker.
1: Yeah, she wrote Black. a book, right? Yep. She's,
0: amazing. She's an amazing American. Amazing. And and for those of you who don't know her story, she grew up on the system, and yeah, she would like tell welfare, you, Wick, yet, all that stuff, right? She she had six abortions, Oof. in order to keep the money flowing in. She would get pregnant, and then at a certain time, the state would pay for the abortion. So then she'd just get the abortion, and then. Once the money stopped flowing in, she would get pregnant again and she said, this is document. Like this is hers. And a couple of businessmen sat her down and said, What you are doing is insane. This this whole lifestyle living off the system is insane. And they, they turned her around completely. She said she she has done several speaking events at like majority black colleges and basically said what you just said was like, it's in your mind. Why are you taking the time to blame everybody else for your problems and your faults instead of focusing on how to overcome them? And she basically gave them the blueprint of like, this is possible for you. You can do this. And she got huge backlash Mm. and they, they, they completely did not hear what she had to say. And, And they attacked her for saying it. And, That's this whole system of labels is so ingrained into us right now. Mm -hmm. This generalization of if you're white, you're supposed to be. If you're black, you're supposed to be. Because
1: you know what labels do? It takes you off the chair of responsibility. Hmm.
0: Think about this. Go further
1: with that. I'll tell you, you're fat shaming me. (laughs) No, you just need to hit a treadmill, sweetheart, just like me. Yeah, that's... The, ooh, good point. Who does the responsibility then go Dang on? Dang right, dude. Good point. If you call racism, right, it's, it's, it's a way for you to still be kept down. Mm-hmm. I don't have to push through. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist.
0: Let me ask you this, then. So when you were... I just think it's were so young. fabricated, dude, that... Didn't you just say before, before... Keep the question. Yeah, yeah. Didn't
1: you just say before that... There was an article we read on Mother Jones, y'all. That's a liberal site, Mother Jones. What did he
0: say about the, the labels? He was saying that when when you throw these labels around for non-existent events, just keep doing it. They just keep doing it. It it loses the strength of accuracy. Bingo. You you, you lost it because if I call you a racist every single day for everything you do, there's no significance anymore. It's the boy who cried wolf. Right? The boy
1: who cried wolf. Eventually, yeah. you're not going to believe it anymore. <laughs> And then you get attacked. Yeah. For real. You were after the wrong thing. I really believe labels are are for to, to get us off responsibility. That's huge. You, you, man. You, wow, you, that's you, good. You hate people. That's why you don't want to give them welfare. No. I want them to work and succeed. And let the church take care of them if they're handicapped. Yeah. See, that and still puts responsibility
0: on me to give to my church to do that. And and not to I'll just say it, whatever. I see people with down syndrome. There were, there were I just read an article about a guy who after 32 years of working at McDonald's with down syndrome was retiring. Wow. That dude put in 32 years at McDonald's. Probably got a little pension too, huh? A little Heck 401k. Yeah, man, he's, he's Bro. Like that boy set
1: and he was <laughs> handicapped and
0: he had a little pension and he did it. He did it, man. Like What I love about that is, like, no excuse. No, I'm only working at McDonald's. Bro, I'm, like, getting emotional about this, man. Every day he went in and did his job, and he took responsibility. If he can do that, so can you. And I'm just being real. People with Down syndrome's IQ is extremely low. Almost guaranteed. Everybody listening to this, their IQ is higher. So you have no excuse.
1: But their hearts are so
0: big. Dude, I 99%... Uh, what was it? like? And it, I'm probably fudging the stat a little bit, but this Over gives 90. a good idea. Over 90% report extreme happiness and contentment.
1: Of course they have their problems, but so do kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like you, you can't... So, so people are like saying, sure, you think... Yeah, John syndrome people are better than me. No, I'm just saying that if they can't make the excuse, why do you? Yeah. If, Thank if, you. If, 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 listen, all, all labels end up doing is destroying each other for no reason. Legit, this comes down to kindness. You want to win me? Prove to me what I'm saying is wrong. Yeah. Don't scream at me to tell me what's wrong.
0: Prove to me. And... One of the reasons that I wanted, when I asked Jenna to do the research, that I I really wanted some liberal magazine articles and why we quoted from Mother Jones is because I wanted to find both commonality and disagreements. But it wasn't just pulling them up to tear apart these articles and these liberals, right, which conservatives do all the time. Right, and we we do it too because we're imperfect, right? We're pre- thats one thing people have to remember, guys. We're we're preaching to ourselves when we talk about this stuff all the time. Like, <laughs> so, like, I get convicted <laughs> you know? about like when I just said that. You, you know, if if if
1: uh, how do how, how do how do I say this? I get convicted sometimes, and I catch myself. You, you guys guys around me the most, you know, yeah. when I say ah, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Nope. Mm, that's not good. Or, ah, uh, we should probably pull that from the, that, that wasn't right to say. Because it's, I'm trying to adjust my talk to make sure that my witness is right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I go to the Lord and I say, Lord, you got to change my tongue, man. I don't want to be like that. Now, nobody, there's not going to be everybody that agrees with me. I get that. I understand yeah. that, right? But here's, here, I have to say this. When you have the Southern Poverty Law Center calling a conservative group a hate group just because they're conservative... Do you lose the value of the word hate. Mm-hmm. No, you should just call them disagreed groups
0: because
1: yeah. that's what they do is they disagree with you. They don't hate you. I can promise you, dude. I can They. They. they uh, Matt Stavers Group or or uh, F- a Family Research Council. If SPLC was to walk into that building, I can promise you, Tony Perkins would still put his arm around him, say, yeah. "Come on in, let's have a chat."
0: We. Uh, so when I was working for Killwins, moment of silence. All right, thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um we all three did it. <laughs> he's over here <laughs> the on the camera, and like, it's not even on it. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, do it now. We do yes. banter like that all the time now. <laughs> Um we so we were in Madison, and Madison is the home headquarters of the um the the Freedom from Religion Foundation.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: They put in one there was one one year, they put in a celebration order of a bunch of fudge. And my boss and I really discussed it um, of like, okay, as Christians, what do we do here? And, uh, it, and not not that it was like, okay, we're going to reject them and tell them to piss off. That's, But it was like, okay, as we fulfilled the order. We gave them our, our top service possible. We did what we needed to do. And he and I talked about it afterwards, you know just kind of debriefing on it. I was like, okay, how do you act in that situation as a Christian? right? What do you do and And what you just said was exactly the conclusion that we came to of like they came to us, we're gonna love them. And it, it's not that our our creative interest was going towards celebrating something totally. we didn't, totally you know, our convictions are against like the, the Colorado Baker situation. I, that's a different situation. It, it is a different
1: situation. Yeah. It, it is. It, but I'm going to say this too. Like I, I don't disagree with the Colorado cause it's this freedom and right to do that and to disagree. But like, if you had a mechanic shop, would you not fix the freedom from religions guy's car? Exactly. Or because there's a, there's a guy in Michigan that was like refusing service to gay people to fix their cars. You do that, you do? But do you do that with adulterers, exactly? Liars, murderers, thieves? Yeah, that's crap. I mean, I understand. So, like, you take their money and you become a witness to them, right? You um, you, you become a witness. You say, you know what, man? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, we don't agree with this, but bro, they've got the freedom in liberty. You have to agree with the people that don't agree with you, mm-hmm. and, and I shouldn't say agree. You 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 have to tend to those and 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 um, tolerate those that yeah. you don't agree with. Unless it's lewd and crass and it's taking away my rights. But there's going to be people out there that don't like God. And you provide a service that they want. The wealth of the wicked bro stored up for the righteous, dog. <laughs> Amen. Give it to me. You want to eat some chocolate? Go eat some chocolate. But yeah. you can better be sure that me as a business owner would say, look, man, I don't agree with this. You have every right to do it, though. I just want you to know in Christ I love you. Yeah, And
0: we, and we talked about that. You and know? It, it never came up to where we had to... um. Uh, voice our stance, but we really talked about, like, okay, where are some scenarios where we, we may have to voice our stance of where we stand? And it was that idea of, okay, we have to voice it in love, yet conviction. Now, and from what I understand with the Colorado Baker guy, he, he had serviced people who were gay before in terms of giving them kegs. It was the fact that they requested him to do a specific custom job where he was writing, you know, celebration of this gay wedding, and he didn't feel he could give his artistic talent to that. That's different from, I've got some cakes in the in the case if you want to buy a cake. Or, <laughs> I, I know some other people who I think would be great for what you're looking to do. Tell me that's not still love. Yeah.
1: Or, you know, I, I, I go into certain stores, like shirts, you know what I mean? Like... Okay. This is going to I'm just going to go with it, right? <laughs> Big dude, if you couldn't deal, right? I walk into stores like Abercrombie & Fitch. You ain't got no 3X dog? <laughs> ain't got no 2X? Right? <laughs> I ain't going to say you guys discriminate against fat people and I'm going to sue you. That is stupid. I'm surprised that
0: hasn't happened yet.
1: Because there's nothing to gain from that. Yeah. There's nothing to gain from that. This is all pawn stuff and I'm telling you, dude, the 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 extremist agenda of the homosexual issue because I can promise you that guy in Michigan that says I won't service gay people, man, there's a bunch of gay people that don't even want to get involved in that mess. Just want to be yeah. left alone. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of these gay people trying to find Jesus. And if you're doing it, all you're doing is reject him, you're just pushing them away from the Lord, right? So I'm not gonna do that. But I have never seen, and what we do is, you know, hey, they don't have my clothes, you know what I do? I go over to another place and then I go get clothes there. I don't say I need you to custom tailor me a size 40 waist or 38 waist that I have to third 40. I think it is now because <laughs> I love I love my cake, <laughs> you know what I mean? but I'm on a diet I think you got maybe uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that <laughs> anyways, but I'm not going to go into Abercrombie and Fitch and say tailor me a 40 waist and make me a 2x shirt or I'm going to sue you. Yeah. You don't provide the service I need. Go down the road, son. And you know what Abercrombie would tell me, man, we got some similar looking clothes or they. Man, why don't you go try this store? Hey, why don't you go do yeah. this? You ever walk into the Buckle? Another store here. Maybe I'm not supposed to say the names. I don't know. Whatever. Right? But it's like, you walk into the Buckle. My wife likes their jeans, but there was a certain a kind that she didn't have. You know what they said? Can you go online? Okay, thanks. Yeah. You walk into a, a, a cake baker's guy. You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. That is what makes you discredited. Mm-hmm.
0: It's the intent and the heart of what you're doing and look look at the label that you've just bought into in doing that christian Baker homophobe I'm gonna get him and and that's to to kind of tie it back to the labels that's one of the real issues with labels is it gives us a chance to um, delegitimize somebody and make them impersonal so if if I say that all Mexicans are bad. True. I'm kidding. <laughs> he said it. I didn't, folks, so it can't be racist. Make America great again. America. Um, if if I say all Mexicans are Should bad. Should we take that out? <laughs> we'll <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> and and I look at you and I say, well, he's Mexican. I am? Oh, my goodness. You didn't know? hmm Uh, we gotta have a chat. My my wife (laughs) said, my wife said I looked Chinese when she
1: first met me. (laughs) She did. When she first met me, she thought I was Caucasian. (laughs) All right, sorry. (laughs) All right, we gotta focus. (laughs) Squirrel! Um,
0: whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be a fun one to edit it, dude. It's gonna be a fun one to like cut up in pieces. pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 seconds. Another trailer, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Exactly. We should do like a goofy, like a <laughs> boom-ba-doom-ba-doom uh, trailer. Yeah, this one's going to be different. That's, That's for sure. Um, Sorry. Back so to labels. It, it, no, it, labels make it impersonal. Yes. So if, if I know all Mexicans are bad and I look at you, I go, well, he's Mexican. Then I can just shove you into that group and say, all Mexicans are bad. You're Mexican, therefore you're bad truth. It's, it's real impersonal, and we, we're we watching it on both sides. We, we watch it with how people treat blacks, how people treat Mexicans, how people treat white people, this whole all white people are evil. Dude, down to where
1: down to where white people even hate themselves now. Yeah. On the liberal side, they're like saying, I'm the problem with society. Really? So, you, so, so you had blacks in chains? Really? Like, I mean, come on, you like, you're, you're, when is shaming yourself, which is what you're doing, and mm. you stand against shaming yourself? Bro, this is how confused they are, right? They'll say, you're fat shaming, you're shaming, you're this, you're this, but yet you're shaming yourself for something that you can't control? <laughs> wow. Bro, like, there's more That's and more, good. the more I think about this out, it's like, there's so it's much confusion, man. dude. So much confusion. You know what? Again, on the other side, right? Same mess, oh, yeah. same mess. We, 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 <sighs> Look at what the Republicans do to Libertarians. <laughs> I think Libertarians are way more conservative in a lot of ways than, than Republicans are. Oh, yeah. Right? In a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. I'm not a Libertarian. Everybody knows that now. But look what they do to Libertarians. All oh, those people, just all they want to do is smoke weed. I hear it all the time. All they want to do is be pot-smoking uh, anarchists. No, I actually know a lot of intelligent people who are Libertarian. Yeah. Ron Paul, Austin Peterson, uh Gee I can go to uh, paul and, and paul's like, a libertarian what yeah. is he called? libertarian christian libertarian republican i guess liberty yeah, republican uh,
0: uh, yeah um and along that he line said, yeah, he said he's he mostly which a lot of libertarians do this, they tend to vote republican just because it it it's it's it closest to, to their to, yeah lineup right um yeah and Look what the Republican Party did to libertarians, especially when Ron Paul—Ron Paul could have had it, bro. He could have had it, man. Dude,
1: you want to talk about packing out stadiums the way Trump did? Yeah, he did. He did, dude. Bernie Sanders packed out uh, places. Got screwed. So so did Ron Paul. You know, it's like it wasn't just Trump. Everybody praised Trump for all the places he packed out. Bro, Ron Paul killed it, man. He he killed it. He could have had
0: the presidency, and the dude, Republicans screwed man, him.
1: Man, like there's there's uh, there's all these uh, uh, people on on that side. Now there's libertarians I flat out disagree with. You yeah. know, I think uh, Gary was it a terrible is, choice oh. uh, to, to to for the presidential candidate. He's terrible, right? <laughs> but dude, like, oh, how many oh. Republicans can you name right now that you're like they're not even Republican? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you don't hold a libertarian to the same standard, right? So it's like. I think what in, in either case, in either case, there's just too much of this going on where we just throw people in the, in, in the same lumped lot. Yeah. Right. Like I said this morning, like this guy, so I have this flag for the youth, you know, young adults. He's like, you going to a Trump rally or something? He goes, I was saying, because you're Republican. Bro, I told you many times I'm not a Repu- I'm not even in that camp, you know? I'm not saying I don't support the Republicans that run. I'm just saying I'm not labeled. Yeah. I'm a constitutionalist. I love I love America. I love what our founders fought and died for. I love what our men and women have fought and died for. I hate the fact that we're in a war right now saying that we're fighting for freedom. When we're we're, Really, what are we doing? (laughs) If you take a look at the war, I'm just being honest, this is just me clearing my heart, right? I love the fact that I can have the freedom to do this, that I can go to a church of my choice and go there on those days, and that's why as Christians, and I'm saying, let's talk to the Democratic Christian, right? The Word of God tells you what you should do and be with your tongue. Let's start there. You just start calling people racist just because, and you're a Christian and you're a Democrat, right? You just start calling people racist. Bro, would Jesus do that? I'm just asking, would Jesus do that? Didn't he die for all men knowing that that, that they would still hate him? Mm -hmm. Is that what Jesus would have done? Or would he go and preach the gospel to them? <coughs> Brittany came into my office, one of our uh, she's our worship leader, and she said, Mass, I've questioned why Christ kept the holes in his hands and in his in his side. When he rose again, regenerated body, I'm talking to the Christian, right? Why keep the scars? What was the point of that? You know what he told Thomas? I believe it was for him because we would doubt one day. And he had to prove that he was Jesus, right? Yeah. But then he, Paul was told, he must show you how much things he's going to suffer for my namesake. Right? It's to remind us of the scars. That's why we have scars. Jesus died for all mankind. And for you to label people and say they have no hope is what you're doing with labels. They have no hope. They're just in that camp. They're never going to listen or change. Dude, I can never think that way about a liberal. Or, or a leftist or a Democrat or, or a Republican even, right? I can't think that way. Otherwise, I'd stop preaching because everybody's just doing their own thing. And you know what we end up doing? Religion then becomes subjective and not objective. Yeah. It becomes just mine now. And now all ministries go into churches and preach instead of going outside the walls and preaching. Makes sense? Yeah. And I've, I've been reading this book on apologetics. It's yours. Oh, right? yeah. And it was talking about uh, 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 dualism. Yeah. Right? <laughs> on faith and reason, Right. And it says that in the Western culture, uh, he, he, li- he listed uh, Christianity, Judaism, and Muslims. They consider their religion an outgoing into the government or into the sphere of public type of religion, which they do. Mm-hmm. Christ commanded us to go into all the world, preach the gospel. If that wasn't true, that it didn't go against the political system, how come Paul and all these guys were jailed by political systems? Jesus went up against the political system. Right? All these things. So, but... Eastern religions are more of a personal encounter. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't get involved in, pol- in politics. Yeah. You don't do. So America has now reduced religion that way. It, they turned it into an Eastern-type philosophy. When in the Western philosophy, it was to get involved and encouraged to get involved into politics. That's why separation of church and state doesn't make sense. That's not what the founders believed, right? But if we continuously put these uh, Christians in a box and saying this is where you belong and now you have the freedom to worship, not the freedom to practice your religion, then religion becomes subjective, no longer objective. It no longer becomes a salt of the earth. It just becomes a part of the earth. And that's what's been happening, right? If you continue to label, you destroy anything that that person can do. And what they're going to do that's moving huge. forward.
0: And, and when, we, when we say it that's like a that, good, that's, man. that's real good. Dude, that was Whew. awesome. That was like off the I'm, dome, man. I'm,
1: Shoot. Dude, when I was reading that, I'm like, oh, my God. And I literally like, this makes so much freaking sense. Yeah. Dualism. It takes reason. And then it, it, it makes reason the religion. The, the, the oh, only thing yeah. that can get involved, that can do this. But faith needs to be over here. It's just, just your personal thing. It's a personal encounter.
0: That's not what oh, Jesus yeah. said. <laughs> Which that's. It's really interesting you say that because I was some of when you're talking about that reason you start to take over faith and that's a dangerous thing. And look right. at our look at our schools. Look at and I'm going to sound like the stereotypical Christian. Can on we this. can we go on? Labels? Are we take putting yeah, this back yeah, on? Yeah, okay. I've, I'm I'm probably going to put most of this in there. So, do do it. Do it because I I think it's good. Um, I'm going to sound like the stereotypical Christian, but. <laughs> Our schools, evolution, it's a theory. It cannot be called the law of evolution. Therefore, it is still a theory. It is a hypothesis that has not been completely proven. Yet, if you don't believe in the theory, you're considered... You're considered stupid, wrong, unreasonable, close-minded, faith zealot. There was a
1: guy talking to Jordan Peterson saying, I I don't want people that believe in the 6,000-year creation theory to come
0: into my biology class. See right there, right there. So, so reason has taken over and been perverted into its own secular. Uh, I don't even want to call it faith or religion because that's that's too shallow. Yeah, You're, its own but, belief but system. You, its own belief system. Good. Reason has become its own belief system. Would dogma and, be and the word? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dogma would work. Um, and and crowded out any other options. I really wondered this, like. If you're, if you're so sure of evolution, you're so sure of even the timeline, like I'm, I'm not totally sold on the 6,000, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. But why not, if it's still a theory, why not have the other theories? Why are we so determined to crowd out any and all other theories, oh, right, oh, for goodness. one? Oh and that's, that's the problem with reason. And I was, I was listening to a debate between Jordan Peterson and, um, I can't think of the guy's name, but it was an atheist. And this atheist kept saying, I'm skeptical, and I, I just want other people to be skeptical. Don't you understand? We need to question things. And the whole time I was wishing Peterson would have nailed him to it, and he didn't. And I wish what P- Peterson would have said is, the problem is, though, you've already come to your conclusion and you're dressing it up as skepticism. You've already said your conclusion is there is no God. This can't be mystical, yep. right? They were talking about um, mystical experiences. Oh, yeah. And the Peterson was saying, look, we have all of this evidence, this scientific evidence that something is going on with mystical experiences. People are experiencing something that's unique. And this guy was saying yeah but we don't have proof that it's a mystical experience therefore it's not mystical yeah see but but you've already said there are no mystical experiences therefore there is nothing that can prove to you that there could be a mystical experience until you There's, yourself
1: have uh, a mystical experience e-
0: even then like oh it, miracles oh i get what you're you
1: saying, you know saying yeah it's just coincidence
0: uh, yeah exactly cs lewis made this this argument of like it's basically a closed loop if if I say there's miracles, you say there's not. You could say there's no miracles. And I say, well, what about that lady who just got healed last week? You would say miracles don't exist. Therefore, it wasn't a miracle that she got healed. She either didn't get healed, she's lying, or something else happened. Therefore, there are no miracles. Do you see the closed loop that just happened there? Yep. And that's what this guy was doing was, I want people to be skeptical. There is no God. Therefore, be skeptical. Of all the other stuff, but not me.
1: Right? You nailed it. But isn't it funny, though, the same people, like the atheists or the left even, they they always say, we don't want absolutes. There are no such thing as absolutes. So are you absolutely sure about the theory that you believe in, right? So it's like, think about it. You want an absolute theory that you can tell me that I'm wrong in what I believe because I have to take it by faith. But yet after an absolute concrete, you believe in the evolution theory as an absolute concrete thing. You've contradicted yourself again, because if you base yourself in that worldview, that's why you have the worldview that you have. That's why mm-hmm. we can't come to an agreement, because your authority is in yourself instead of facts.
0: Yeah,
1: We've not chosen our own selves as authority. I, I agree with Ben on this one. It's hard for me to use the scripture, if you're not a Christian, on, on certain political points or all these things, because it's my authority. Yeah. That's where I derive it from. But I can use my brain and reason and say, dude, life is life, bruh. And that's, that's know,
0: why I think there is a marriage between faith and reason. Absolutely,
1: because they, they correlate each other.
0: Yeah. If, if God is the God of order, and God is the God that has designed and created everything, wouldn't it stand to reason that God is logical? Or at least his process would make sense to the creation because it's the way he set it up. It's kind of like football. There are plenty of rules in football. The rules make sense. There's a reason for each rule and, and why those rules are followed, Right. So it doesn't matter if the game came first or the rules came first. The fact is the rules make the game. That's exactly right. So reason makes the game in creation, right? Reason makes the game of we've got God. He made reason because he he made everything in order. I got to read this quick. The duality thing?
1: No, no, no. I had a paper here. Here it is.
0: Boy, we're on a rabbit trail right now. I know, dude. (laughs) But I'm not going to stop it.
1: I think, too, what happens with labels, right? is if you continue to label then there is no room for reason anymore. No. Because then you just disparage, disparage <laughs> each other, right? Mm. And so yeah. what happens is like when I was reading that thing on duality, yeah. um, he said in there that's why it's such a cowardly thing for you to not challenge a person a, a, a person a person's atheistic challenge hmm. by using reason through faith. It's it's cowardly. Yeah. Because then your faith only then becomes something not apply, uh, applicable which is what's been happening today. So in, in other words, since I don't study, since I don't understand what, what I'm talking about in, in reality, I can believe it, right? But I don't know how to apply it, which is the essence of Christianity, mm-hmm. right? He, It's basically, it's a cowardly thing not to answer the challenge of atheism, to prove through reason that God exists. Because you just said it. If God created all things, then dude, he's got a brain to tell us why and how, mm-hmm. right? He's got what? a... a in order to it, absolutely, the same power that made the body has the po- has the power to heal itself, right? That's yeah. why our wounds can heal themselves. Yeah. Well, how do you reason that? Because according to evolution, everything turns towards chaos and disorder and falls apart. Houses fall apart. It's funny because as we get older, right, but we can still regenerate ourselves. We get ourselves cut. We rege- we no. we heal up, right? How does that work? Like. You can tell me scientifically, but all that does is proves to me that God is so good and real, right? I'm not closed off to the fact that science and and the medical advances have been like, wow, you know what I mean? All that, but all those medical advances prove that we have a complicated, sovereign God. Very complicated, because all the nerve endings that we have and the vein systems and the structure and the cardiovascular and the, and, and, and the heart and all these things, the brain, how it works. And, you know, without certain, you know, uh, uh, amounts of oxygen, it'll die. And all these, you know, like just the way we're complex creatures. Yeah, It's so hard for me to believe that we happen by sheer chance.
0: And, and right. Science, science can't answer the question why it can answer the question how, You get what I mean? I get it. Faith answers the why. Amen. Wow. And that's that's the problem when people say science disproves God. What you're really saying is you've you've journeyed into the why territory that you're not supposed to be in. Truth, right? But again, let's let's get back to this. So, because we're (laughs) no, I mean, we we
1: we 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 were kind of on a rabbit trail, but in essence, it wasn't right. If we continue to label. If we continue to label, you are hampering the person's ability to crack or succeed from where they're at. I can promise you. If all I see is kids in slums, and then I say, man, those kids will never make it. They're another statistic. They will never succeed. If all I see is people saying, and they're racist, they're racist, they're racist, that white person eventually, and it it, it could go for any race, right? but I'm just going to use whites as an example. If you support Trump, blah, blah, you're a racist, Right. If you continue to do that you're only making his heart harder now he's got to make his own choice but you're making their hearts harder to even love mm-hmm. why do that why can't you just say man look we disagree but bro we're the same we're on the same planet trying to live the same life the same quality of life and make that money to feed our kids we
0: may disagree in politics but man I could still be your friend so let me let me throw this to you because this thought I'm sure has come up in people's heads as they listen to it you guys are throwing out a bunch of labels. Atheist, Christian, conservative, Republican, liberal, all that stuff, right? So labels have to be used. In some way, somehow, labels have to be used, right? It, it, like, like the example I gave you. If I say tree, you picture a tree because our brains categorize stuff. So where is a label good and where is a label bad?
1: When it demeans character, I think if you can't prove and all you do is just throw out labels, there's something wrong with that. But if people call you a Christian and they hate you for it because you're actually walking it, Jesus was called a a drunkard. man. (laughs) He was called the devil, you know, so. And they were wrong for doing that, you know, but notice he didn't cry about it. He wasn't like, "I I need a safe space. You know, he was like, Bro, look, they'll be. You know, Pastor Polk told me something today, and I never realized. He said, You know what happened in the upper room in Acts 2? He said, They weren't anointed and given the Holy Ghost to preach the gospel. They were given the anointing and the Holy Ghost and baptized in the Holy Ghost to withstand the persecution coming. Hmm. They were given authority to withstand Whoa. the persecution coming. Because Peter, before he was regenerated, couldn't handle the persecution. Once he got baptized, that dude could handle anything. Yeah. Notice it was the persecution that took Peter off the, the weren't you weren't weren't yeah. you walking with him too? Ooh, Bro, good. it was so good. That right. So, anyways, good. let me get back to the point. Yeah. Because, dude, I still want to study that. It was so good.
0: That's good.
1: Right. But he said, or uh, let's get back to the label thing. It's when you can't prove something about some. Like the, the guy, the Colorado guy. <laughs> Race uh, homophobic, hates gays. Refuse service, blah blah blah. Can you prove that he hates gays? Can you prove it? I got friends in Massachusetts; they're next door neighbors, or gay gay couple. They're nice people. (laughs) If I lived there, they'd be over at my house Sunday dinner. I can (laughs) promise you. You know what I mean? But it's like I don't hate them. I do disagree with the lifestyle. I meet liars all the time. They'll self admit that they're liars. I don't hate them. I want to preach to them. I want to be the light to them. But it's when you're starting to just throw labels for the sake of just fitting a narrative and fit your own social construct, no.
0: And, and I think it's, there's a difference between us saying atheists tend to say this, right? Because as a group... And they, notice, they, we're not they, saying all. They tend, all. To, they it, tend they, to. Yeah. And, and it still remains that it goes back to the similar sets of beliefs. or th- What is an atheist? Somebody who does not believe in God. Okay, that's pretty standard because if you do believe in God, you can't be an atheist. That's the discriminatory discriminatory. then you become either label. a deist or exactly. you you fall into a different category. That's okay. we're We're not saying that you can not disparaging those, those labels, right? Yeah, that's and I, that's what I, I want to confirm of what you said is there's a difference between us saying, look, atheists tend to say this. I don't agree with this idea and saying atheists hate all Christians. Christophobes. Yeah. That's now we're getting into label territory. That's, that's dude. Wrong. I never, I never told you the story
1: real fast. I was outside of a store. I can't remember which grocery store it was. I was doing a fundraiser when I was in the Southern ministry and, uh, <laughs> this guy come up and he goes, Oh, great. Is this Christian? I said, yep. He goes, I don't support Christians. They're all homophobes. <laughs> And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you walk in, can I talk to you a minute? I said, do you know me? And he goes, well, no, but Christians tend to. He was very respectful. I got to yeah. give him that. But he just threw this label out there. And I think I'm glad that I didn't get upset because that used to offend me when people would say that. And, and the Bible says not to be easily angered. So I had to learn, die to yourself, dude. You're going yeah. to get labels. So he said, you know, I just, I just don't like the fact that they just hate gay people. And I said, what makes you think I hate them? well, you don't agree with their lifestyle. I said, that's a little different than hate. I don't agree with the, druggers, the drug dealer's lifestyle, but I don't hate him. I want to see him redeemed. redeemed. You know what I mean? I want to see him not do drugs. Right? I said, you know, I have, a, I have a cousin who's homosexual. I love him to death. Wish I could see him more. Great kid. Funny kid, too, man. We grew up together we, we, in Minnesota uh, for a couple of years. I said, do I agree that it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a, 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 a sinful lifestyle? Yeah. I don't hate them at all, man. I pray for them. I want to help them. And I said, can I ask you a question? Are you a Christophobe? <laughs> and he was like, huh. Dude, this guy walked out of a BMW. He looked very successful. Yeah. And I said, I'm just trying to be respectful, sir. D- doesn't that, wouldn't that label, th- doesn't that seem absurd that I would call you that? So you hate all Christians? Well, well no, exactly. I would never call you that even though you're not for Christians. He gave me five bucks.
0: <laughs> he did. He gave me five bucks. <laughs> hey. He goes, hey. you know
1: what, man? I don't support, but I understand what you're doing. You're trying to help people. Cool. Here it is. Amen. I tried to get that out of his mindset that like we hate gay people. It's like, bro, can we just sit and have a discussion about this? Yeah. If I labeled you, you would hate that. I mean, I, I wouldn't yeah. do that. You know, you're if you're an atheist, great, man. My job is to love you to the kingdom, man, whether it's truth whether it's an arm, listening, whatever. It's loving you to the kingdom, loving you to Christ to get you into that kingdom of God, that
0: mindset. Anyways, that's... And it doesn't mean you have to agree with everything they say.
1: No. Because if you did, then you would be an atheist. Bro, I want to say this to everybody out there. There's Christians that do certain things that I just... I don't agree with at all. No. But I know that they're saved. Mm-hmm. That's what's cool about the Lord. Like, there's a variety. Some people, like uh, Pastor Polk was telling me today, he's like he grew up with very conservative. They don't cuss, they don't drink, they don't none of this stuff. I know Christians that drink. They yeah. don't get drunk, right? Yeah. This when I got my tattoo, man, was like, oh my gosh, I committed the gravest sin ever when I when my parents yeah. found out because I grew up very very ultra, you know, uh, religious. Not Jesus, religious, very religious. You gotta you can't go to movie theaters, all these things, you know, and and but. My parents are still saved. They're yeah. good people. They just have a certain strict uh, set of rules. Right. But I would never go to them and say, you guys just hate people because you don't like people with tattoos. Yeah. No. You know, they, they just they just said, no, we just didn't teach you that way. And, dude, now they have they have a guy who preaches there like he's got tattoos. He covers them <laughs> up. <but> he's got <laughs> tattoos. He does it out of respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like if we continuously label people, all we're doing is alienating people. The very thing that you're decrying. You want acceptance tolerance? Quit labeling. Get them to understand your position. You know why you label? Because William Ralph Inge said this. The enemies of freedom never argue. They shout and they shoot. Wow. Make sure. Sh-
0: Makes you think about what's going on today.
1: Except, yeah, because yeah. if if we don't agree, right, and if you can't defend your thesis, you're an idiot. That's why I see your race. Whoa, but prove me wrong. Yeah,
0: prove and, me wrong. And that that gets into a whole another conversation about what's going on in the mindset, which is of, another good topic. You know, of of individualism versus collectivism, especially postmodernism, right. and and the the. Really, the the destruction of the individual, the it, you know, deconstruction, I should say, not destruction, the deconstruction of the individual down to where the individual doesn't exist. So then suddenly all that matters is the collective. That's right. Right. So then the purging of people who don't agree with the belief system is vital. That's right. That's where the, the, you know, Peterson was talking about the free speech argument, he he talked about it, it goes so much deeper than this because of that issue. That's exactly right. Right. You know, and yeah.
1: Yeah. And and so, guys, you 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 know where our hearts stand and why we believe the gospel is 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 the truth. We believe the gospel unifies. It doesn't turn away. As a matter of fact, even if you don't believe in Jesus, we're called to love. Mm-hmm. That's always the extension that we always want to be. Is like, how can Christ be in this situation? How can we take faith? and apply it to the current situation. How do we get rid of labels and politics and all these things? We're going to keep bringing this content to you every week. And we want you guys to know that we so appreciate your love and support. Matter of fact, if you go on our Facebook page, uh, we just put out a video. We could totally use monthly support right now. We're trying to build uh, something for next year because we really want to bring Mike on uh, to, to, to do this as much as he can so he doesn't have to work on the side and do this because we just really believe that this is reaching so many people. And uh, we just want to say thank you again for all your prayers. And we want to thank you for all the support, all the encouragement. And it's been pretty awesome. Uh, that, been last, cool. that last trailer we did really got some attention. Cool. It was powerful. And it, uh, we were praying that it set people free. If you don't agree with this message, we're totally cool with that, too. Write in. Like, ask us questions, man. We're totally cool with answering that. We ain't mad at you if you disagree. As a matter of fact, we welcome it. Uh, because first off, it challenges us to be Right. It challenges us to make sure we know what we're talking about. But the second thing is we just want to answer your questions. The Bible says I'm supposed to be ready to give an answer to every man that asks of the hope that's within me. That's my job, right? And we always want to extend that offer to people, especially if, if you're on the atheistic side or the, or the, the non-conservative side or all this, because I'm a conservative, right? But if you're not on these sides, we want to talk to you. We want to build some kind of a relationship yeah. with you, right? To make sure that, you know, we're not leaving you out in the dust here. We're not against you, man. We're for you. We're just against what's happening and all these social constructs that are being created by the media
0: and all these mm-hmm. things. And I, Mike, you can agree with that. Yeah, The the what we're really against is the generalization of people in order to take them down. And so what I want you guys to think about is think about how your labels... Are they helping or are they hurting? Some categories are important. They're vital. Other labels are destructive and dangerous. And one of the ways you can tell is, am I creating an impersonal person in order to be able to knock it down? That's
1: exactly right. Right?
0: Um, Am I creating somebody or, or a caricature of somebody to where I can destroy them through this? And none of us are perfect. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, none of us are perfect. We're trying to figure we're, this out too. We're one of the things you got to understand is when we're doing this podcast, we're trying to figure it out for ourselves. And what you're hearing on air is probably fifty to sixty percent us trying to figure ourselves out and figure out the truth.
1: And. Yeah. 50 to 60, probably hours collectively of talking about these things and like how to hash it out and, you know, make sure that we're not offending needlessly because that's not what this is about. You know, I don't need to offend you to get you to listen to me. Why can't it be that you listen and be like, man, that's a good, that's a good thought. That's a good reason thought. I'm going to look into that instead of just turning it off and hating it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what this is about. Dude, I've listened to so many podcasts, atheists included, man. And and I like what they have to say. There's a lot of things that we can apply, right? I, through principles. I, but hey, I
0: support a lot of what Sam Harris says. There there's you go. A, there's a lot he says that I'm like, yeah. I is totally it, is, agree it with is, that. is 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 Jocko an atheist? I don't know. I've wondered. So that. I don't want to um, label him, but it's yeah, like you can tell I, he's
1: but I like what he has to say, man. He's very, very blunt about manhood yeah. and like and 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 discipline and structure and uh, uh loving humanity on your bosses. Man, I learned a lot from his. Dude, uh, podcasts on bosses that one hits
0: and hard. like
1: because I, I had some bad. Bo- I mean, but so what I'm saying is we we listen to different opinions and voices because it only strengthens my resolve to understand truth and how does the word of God apply to that? And yeah. my closed minded on certain things, you know what I mean. I want to know that I'm not like there's certain things that I have to be strict on. Yeah. The Ten Commandments being one of them, you know, the blood of Christ and His atonement and His sacrifice and the redemption and and the whole story that that's that's central and pivotal to the Christian faith. I can't. T- and the fact that he died to abolish sin, not to keep you in sin, that is very pivotal in the Christian faith, mm-hmm. right and the Holy Spirit. but outside of all that, how can we live in this this world right where I can be a Christian and still preach that and love you through the pain, love you through the structure, love you through all these things? So that's what we're trying to get across here. so yeah. once again, if it's not if it wasn't for you guys in Christ <laughs> God the Father, we wouldn't do this, man. This this is ridiculous. But dude, God so opened the avenue for this, and we're believing for big things uh, in twenty nineteen. This is actually, I think, what one of the second to the last podcast
0: of this year of man.
1: this year. Yeah. So thank you for the last three months, four months. So I was gonna say that earlier. This is podcast sixteen. Four months. Four months of podcast,
0: bro. This is, is awesome. So cool. And, and you know, go oh, ahead. Go no, no no. One of the things I wanted to say is, guys, in the past sixteen weeks. Um, I I'm gonna say this for both of us. Our lives have completely changed. Mm. Like my outlook, my my heart, my direction, my ambition, my passion—all this stuff has changed completely. Um, and I have seen huge changes in Massey, um, and and especially after you got back from uh, Columbia, Columbia, like huge changes. And so I want you guys to know, like, we're changing and growing. Yeah, and and it's it's exciting to know what's going to come in the year to come. We've got a lot of plans for Self-Evident. We've got a lot of plans for the podcast. We've got a lot of plans. Lead for them to ourselves. the site. We got our newsletter on there. Yes. Oh, yes. I know. I talked about it um, when I was interviewing Paul. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, an abortion thing, but which is fine. The the yeah the newsletter. We have a newsletter. If you want to see it, please send us an email. We've got stuff on. The website stuff on the Facebook. Again, that's the self-evident truth be in the link
1: below in the in the descriptions.
0: Yep. We'll we'll put it in the link. If you have any interest on in what's going on with us and, and what our needs are, please ask us for the newsletter, check it out. You know, we need your support. We need prayer. We need feedback. We need uh, sharing support. We need you coming up and saying, Hey, This changed me.
1: Dude, encouragement like attaboys. dude. Sometimes it's like, man, you know, I need sometimes more than attaboy. But I'll tell you what, those get you through. Yeah. Can I tell you guys something real quick? I want you to put this in there. Yeah. A 70-year-old veteran called me from Ohio. And I preached at a group that had 10 people in it. I'll never forget it. I think I made 60 bucks that (laughs) night. And I'm supposed to, that's how I make my money. You know, when I would go on trial, that's how we make a living. He called me. It was almost two years ago. And he called me when I was out, and he said, uh, "You know, I just want you to know, man. He goes, are 'You're you're one of my heroes.' A seventy year old veteran, and he supported us. He donated to the ministry, and it's like those kind of things that, like, even just him saying that, like, rocked me. I was like crying on the yeah. phone. You know, like, that takes a lot to say. This dude is a veteran, and he and he said it to me. It takes a lot coming from a seventy year old veteran, but I consider you one of my heroes. Me, you." No. We're in this position because we're gonna be a light to people and we all we're asking you is to help us do that, you know, and it's gonna bless you. Dude, look, I ain't no preacher saying if you just give, you're gonna reap all this. It just happens. <laughs> God's faithful. You you sow what you reap. I mean, sorry, you reap what you sow, and this is a good field, and God is using this field to reach people. And, dude, there's evidence around us yeah. for that. There's we, so much that we're building, and so many people are being impacted, man. I just I can't explain it all in
0: one pot sitting here. And, and I, I, I want to add on to that, and, and we've got a great team coming together. Amen. Um, we've got Jonathan behind the cameras, which we're so thankful because we need him. And he's going to be interning and, for us in the summer. Yeah, he's, he's going to be I want to be able to hire he, him one day. He, he's he, a good kid. He, we, Look at him, he's skinny <laughs> He needs <laughs> he food He needs to eat um, we've, we've got Carrie and Jenna Who are doing social media and research Which we're so thankful for Which we need Massey and I can't stand social media But, um, but and,
1: and we both work other things besides
0: yeah. this And doing the ministries So it has to happen We've got Melissa who's doing guest contacts And, and handling kind of the, the connecting with people And she's helping me do the organization side of things And like the team is coming together, so I just I want to say thank you to the team. Um, thank you so much, guys, for for having buying into the vision, buying into the Brando passion. Breno and Karen. Breno and Karen doing special camera stuff. They're, we've got projects in the works. Yeah, with promos. And, promos and, and one of the things I want you guys to know is Massey and I have talked a lot about where's this headed, and one of the things that we both agree on is it's the next generation we're going after. We, we've got to get these kids. This is They're, it. This, this is the change of the world. You know.
1: If even, even a liberal knows you have to get them young, yeah. right? And, and for us, the gospel starts young. Mm-hmm. And if we can reach them younger, because, I mean, we go to colleges, we go to high schools, right, youth groups, all these things, I'll do those. And I'm not just saying Christian ones. I've been to secular colleges many times. But if we can reach them young, right, we can win, because it doesn't take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. And that was Samuel Adams. But the scriptures never show a majority winning Christ's battles. Nope. It was a constantly a, a small number because the power of God can show. So people tell me you know, a lot that, you know, it's is it a lost cause? Why are we even asking that question? Why can't we just keep our eyes focused on Christ and keep pursuing salvations and yeah. You know, winning souls and, and being a light and loving people and and loving the people around us and keeping our eyes fixed on that and always having Christ at the center. So like when we're going out and about, just say, Lord, who do you want me to speak to today or who do you want me to pray for today? And you see things change differently. And you're right. I did change since I came back from Columbia. It's like I just have more of a resolve now to do what I'm called to do, but not in a stupid way. God can do his own work. He just called me to carry out a vision. It's not my vision. It's his. And I had to learn to just trust him that he can do this. And I was I would stay up late nights and wake up early mornings and all these things. And we just want you to know that, like, without you, we can't do this. We just, we, we can't, there's just no way. Yeah. And there's a, there's a team. And then when you have people and praying for you, there's, there's ministries praying for us, stuff like that. I mean, we need that, man. And, cool. and uh, thank you again, guys, for tuning in. Uh, we went on a long <laughs> <laughs> at the end here, but thank you again for, for tuning in and we, we love you guys. And I mean that even if you hate us, we still love you. Absolutely. And uh, we, we'll, we'll see you guys uh, next week. All right. Love you guys.